Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back for another Gambit podcast. I am SoloBase15. I am here with my good friend, Zareth, to talk about Grand Arena and Galactic Legends. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing well tonight, Solo. How are you? I am. I'm doing well, thank you. I'm very glad I got my gas about a year ago um, because I'm watching people try and not have fun. Dude, I think that that's my, that was the thing that I hated most about making an alt. Like, I've enjoyed my alt for the most part. Um, I hated, I loathed unlocking General Skywalker. That, yeah. that event, you know, it's actually not, I like the puzzle aspect of it. The first time I did it, I actually had a lot of fun because I solved it myself. Like, I didn't, I didn't rely on anyone else's guides to do it for me. Um, I enjoyed it. The second time, though, I was like, this is boring. This sucks. I don't have as good of mods available or characters <laughs> or gear. I'm yeah. not going to spend money. And and there was actually a time I could have unlocked it one weekend, but it was on a weekend. And I was like on a, like a mini vacation. I was like, well, I guess I won't unlock it this weekend. Like this time, I'll guess I'll wait another three months. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, I'm really quiet. I, I fixed it. It's very good. I had to keep you quiet uh, during the last stream because of the music. Uh, <laughs> not until I, yes, yes, Bodie, evil sucks. Uh, mm. I, I think that goes without saying most of the time. I'm leg legally obligated to uh, disagree with that. <laughs> uh, okay, so cast made me hate the game for a year yeah it isn't that the truth let me tell you my biggest problem with this gas event is so i've now watched let's see i watched infinum for about 14 hours today no joke he spent about 14 hours trying to unlock gas and now i've been watching fortmore for eight hours i still have it on without sound so i can cheer when he actually gets gas um Oh yeah, I need to have him on the in the background too, so yeah. I can uh, so I yeah. can get the imperial credits. So he makes me a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen so much bad advice, like so much bad advice coming through in the chats for the two of them, um, and I don't mean bad advice in like, oh, you should target so and so first. I mean in just like. No, don't don't relic Asajj or B two relic Droidica. It's like oh, it's not that Droidica <laughs> relic is awful, but when you are a Division two account, a relic for Droidica is going to be your matchmaking GP. Relic four with uh, a Zeta in Division two basically means it's like a top twenty tune, and Droidica is not a top twenty tune ever no not remotely not top yeah. 20 gosh like maybe in weird circumstances top 50 mm -hmm. yeah top 20 there, there's no way it's yeah dude it's uh it's just not good <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say it's not than that it's like uh mort has i think a total of 11 relics or something absurd like that Three of them are on his Droidica. <laughs> Poor Mort. Oh, Mort, Mort put them on Droidica. Jeez. Yeah. He did it before the event even started, yeah. And now mm. everyone's telling him to make the Droidica the slowest on the battlefield and stuff. And it's like, 
Guys, I, I finished this event in an hour on both accounts. It wasn't with a super slow Droidico with a crit damage set of anything. Uh, uh, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that that's the advice his his chat is giving. Um, well, to be fair, I mean, and it, it's online, and anyone can give advice. Right. That's that's the thing about about online stuff. You you never know how good people are either, like how credible they are. I, right. Right. Everybody's done it a different way, and it's like. I did it with, I think, a total of four or five relics. I think it was like an R3 Asajj, an R2B1, and just make Droidica go first and like cruise through the event after five or six attempts. Um, but, oh well. <laughs> so, if you're listening to this podcast tomorrow and you're about to do the gas event, don't just relic Droidica, please. Unless, unless you're like Zareth and have... 400 relics um a relic droidica can hurt you when it comes to grand arena <laughs> do i have more relics than you no or are you just throwing me under the bus I, I i honestly don't think you do i just <laughs> you have a relic droidica and i do not that's, i do that's that's why i chose you in in that example oh, um, that's fair yeah i mean i'll i'll say i will say this like i uh I have a relic droidica, but it, it just goes with our, our overarching theme, honestly, is uh, like have a plan. My droidica is reliced because I wanted to, uh, it, he, was, he was there as a counter to one of the Galactic Legends. They have since fixed the Galactic Legend thing that he was, the droidica was part of. So now I'm stuck with the relic six droidica and people are like, <laughs> who, who even keeps their characters at relic six? Like just <laughs> push him to seven. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I'm already angry enough that I have a relic six droidica for nothing. I mean, I, I don't necessarily regret it, but would he be a relic six or seven compared to a lot of my other characters? Like, right. there's a ton of other characters I'd rather have a relic six or seven, like droidica. And we were talking about this right before we got on, actually. Um, droid droidica is just too easily controlled on like the t on the teams that he's on. Like, when I see a General Grievous squad with Droidica, I'm like, yes. Oh, so good. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, or, uh, you know, it, on a Newt team, like, yeah, he can be scary. But if you take, even if you take just Jedi Training Ray, you're just good. You can control him. So. Oh, yeah. I It's Jedi Training Ray Geos against that Newt team, and Droidica just never takes a turn. Like, you can have an R7 Droidica that is the highest offense in the world, and it's just not taking a turn. Right. Uh, um, and you put Droidica on the General Grievous team, and you just make EP and Sith Trio basically beat it easily as well. So Droidica, not the best out there. Okay. We've talked about the gas event. Let's actually talk about Grand Arena, because that's – that's why we are here. Uh, sure. And, act and actually, before we talk about Grand Arena, let's talk about the giant characters that are going to make a huge stink in Grand Arena in about a month. Um, <sighs> so the news, the news of the week is the that CG has released the second set of requirements for um, Jedi Luke and Sith whatever, whatever, Palpatine. Um, 
and they require a lot of relics, a lot, a lot of relics. A whole buttload, yeah. Yeah, you look back at the um, the Ray and the Supreme Leader Kylo relics, and they were like, okay, you need two of them at R seven for each character, and then it's nothing. Nothing's going to be above R five. And <laughs> this set of requirements comes out, and it's seven, seven, six, six. It's like, oh god, uh, obnoxious F. My my poor poor stash. Um, it, yeah, it's it's quite sad. Yeah. <laughs> Seeks. <laughs> Sickus. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> oh dear Lord. Yeah, that was a funny video. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, th- there are a lot of requirements, but, I, and I don't know how to feel about it. So, um, we, I have most of them already done. So, like, on my right. main, I'm just like good and actually even on my alt i'm surprisingly close like my alt uh, this is all for uh for grump face luke um but we have uh for that galactic legend like the the new requirements for that we have the rebel y-wing at six stars which i already have on my main my alt is close um r2d2 relic seven han solo at relic six chewy at relic six and jedi knight skywalker luke skywalker at relic seven and yeah. I already had these four, the four characters at high relics. Like R2-D2 needs a few steps, but otherwise, like, I'm good. And my alt is even, like, pretty close. Like, I need more relics, obviously, but, um, like, my alt could conceivably get this Luke, except for uh, Jedi Knight Luke, which I'm pretty far away from because of GET1 issues. Right. Yeah. I... <laughs> well, my main account, kind of like you, I already have, I haven't applied any of the additional relics, but I have every single character except for Chupio and Mon Mothma already relicked. So I just farmed the relic mats and basically the, the day I can start farming tickets, I'll just apply all the relics then to not mess with my matchmaking. Um, but I already have most of these requirements and he honestly feels like a gift for the older players. Now I know younger players are never going to be able to get this galactic legend because of the exact reason I said that um, Jedi Luke wasn't going to be in the event in the event. And I was wrong, but there's just, there's so many characters that need GET one. And if you're a younger player, you would have been going for gas. You would have been going for Malik. Um, you know, Wampa is nice. Hoda is nice, but those people are, are going to be going for gas and Malik because obviously they make the biggest difference. And so they're never going to get Jedi Luke. And so it, it's funny that at the higher divisions, I think you see galactic legend Luke pop up almost immediately for a lot of people at our GP level. And then for you go below like four and a half million. So you go division two down. I think you see all palps, <laughs> which, which is going to be fun to see. Uh, it's, it, it's going to be really interesting. Actually. I don't know what's going to happen on, like we still have one more week of requirements. So maybe yeah. like 
these these galactic legends so there, there's two really interesting like points here like i i think so first off i think that just, this is just my speculation so there's no official word or anything uh, my guess so so with jedi luke being required like, like you know I, you and i have discussed this at length and honestly i i was thinking like probably solo's right like i thought that i thought that it could go either way and um uh, you know, the, the fact is we do have Jedi Luke on uh, the list of requirements now. And if Sith Eternal Emperor is going to be uh, is going to be on par, like Jedi Luke requires like 50 characters total after you count all the different characters that are required <laughs> to unlock or Jedi Master Luke requires like 50 characters. It's like not only do you need, you know, like the Han Solo and Chewie and all that, but well, like Chewie, you need five bounty hunters. And um, Jedi Luke, you need, uh, I don't remember how many, seven or eight, something like that. Um, anyways, there's 13 characters for Jedi Luke. 13. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tons. We, we need a ton. Yeah. And so all together, all told, like 3PO, we need Ewoks, all that. We need like 50, I think, is what the latest count was. If Sith Eternal Emperor is going to be on par for that, I think Malak is going to be needed uh, as a requirement. I'm not saying I advocate for that. I'm not uh, yeah. saying that that's good uh, or whatever. But I feel like that is almost inevitable. Maybe that's too strong of a word, but it seems a little bit like what else are they going to do to make them equal? Because Malak, Malak does require a bunch of characters at least. Right. So I agree. At, at, once I saw the requirements for Jedi and Luke, I was like, yeah, it's got to be Malak, right? But I will say, what says that they have to be equal? Like, look at the difference between JTR's requirements and uh, Kylo's requirements. Supreme Leader Kylo is much easier. Um, I mean, there's no legendaries on the Supreme Leader Kylo event, while there's two of them on the... Uh, ray event so it, it doesn't have to be even that said i think it's going to be malik um <laughs> but i don't think it has to be right <clears throat> exactly like i it's not it, it's not preordained like I, I just it seems like to me if they're going to try to do it equally which usually they try to get at least a little semblance of uh you know equality yeah. and because to be fair like malik is much more approachable to newer players but it's still he's still not like easy like my alt still doesn't have malik which that's just me not wanting to gear up zalbar frankly but <laughs> and yeah. and it's fun to have that i don't know pretension almost of like i don't even have malik and i'm still top 10 <laughs> yeah. oh take that guys <laughs> um yeah, so I, I'm very, very interesting or interested to see what the actual requirements are going to be. Here's the problem, and this is honestly my biggest problem at the moment. It's it's my alt account where, so when they first announced this, I said I'm not going to make the same mistake that I made with the first Galactic Legends because I went for Ray first on both Galactic Legends and then. They buffed Kylo twice, and I was sit, sat there literally fuming um, <laughs> that on both accounts I went for Ray. So I said, 
okay, I'm going to pick one to go on one account, one to go on the other account, and I'll, I'll split it up. And that way, if one's better than the other, at least I have it on one account. Of course, then the second set of requirements comes out and I have all four of the requirements relict <laughs> for uh, Luke on my alt account. I was like, I'm so much closer to Luke. Now, what do I do? Do I still try and split it up? And I, so I'm, I'm stuck just hoarding gear right now because I want to see what the final requirements are. I don't think that they're going to be that bad for Luke. And so I think I'm going to get st stuck going for the same one on both accounts all over again, which is hopefully, hopefully is okay. Because going, I'll be honest, I'm not happy I have Ray on my alt account right now. I would have, I would have preferred Supreme Leader Kylo. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, it's just, it's a very strange situation, honestly. Like, so, so we're, we're end game players. And so we're just going to chase, you know, like we'll end up getting both Galactic Legends. We got Luke, we got, we got all this stuff. I think the, the bigger impact though, are the, the accounts that don't spend as much or aren't as on top of things. Um, you know, the, the more, I don't know, the, the filthy casual accounts, no. um, <laughs> but like the newer accounts, really the mid range yeah. accounts, um, that like, we're going to get ours and it's like, Oh, it's interesting, I guess. Like, which one should we go for? We're kind of, you know, we're both more prepared for Luke right now, I guess, but we'll, we'll get the, we'll get the other one eventually. And that'll be that kind of, um, it'll be hell if for other reasons, like Grand Arena is going to be stupid, but right. Um, oh God. And let's not talk about territory wars. I, <laughs> not that I we talk not, about that anymore, but every single, I wasn't planning on that. <laughs> every single territory war is going to be literally 200 galactic legends sitting on defense and say, like, go clear us. You only have one watt. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so stupid. But anyways i think that the more interesting thing is like what are mid-range accounts what decision making are they going to be making because right now so my my alt i was telling you i don't have malik um i'm not i'm not particularly close to getting malik either honestly um i'm especially not close to unlocking either galactic legend like yeah. i i honestly think maybe i would be better off just going for grump face first you might be like honestly you might be and we'll find out in what probably i think when they released the last requirements didn't they release the kits as well or at least close to each other um uh, yeah let's see i uh, i probably could have gone back and looked this up but i i think they're announced really close together if not on the same day and so that, uh, that'll be the perfect kind of let you know for your account. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's just going to be, the landscape is going to change so much too, because Galactic Legends are clearly going to dominate the, the scene. Um, yes. Yeah. I just have to wonder what their plans are for more Galactic Legends. Like they already said that they were going to do more than one set. Uh, but we don't know how soon they're going to start moving away from the Galactic Legend model. And when they do, I just, I, I'm concerned about Grand Arena, frankly. Like right now, it's already dominated by Galactic Legends. The first question I ever ask when I'm about to be paired up with someone is how many Galactic Legends do they have and what do they do with them? 
yeah. And uh, right now there's only two. So there's five other teams that have to be used. So therefore there are 10 other teams that are relevant. That's going to be cut down by another four. There's going to suddenly just be six other teams that are relevant to Galactic Legends <laughs> or beyond Galactic Legends. That's, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but you know, like we'll talk about your round actually both of our rounds in a little bit, but both of our opponents would have stuck if they had four Galactic Legends, all four Galactic Legends on defense. <laughs> like, there's not a doubt in my mind. Um, and the problem is there's only going to be so many counters to these Galactic Legends. Like, we already have Jedi Knight Luke is required to counter... Supreme Leader Kylo, oh, not, I mean, there's other counters, but realistically, um, you're going to need Watt to counter Ray. So what do you do for the other two Galactic Legends? Because Watt, Thrawn, and Jedi Knight Luke are used for two of them. There's, what characters are left to counter the other two? Well, yeah. So, so I was going over with, uh, maybe it wasn't you. It was someone we were talking about. Um, so <clears throat> right now, as things currently stand, we have like three main teams that are off meta counters to Galactic Legends. So we have Darth Vader, we have uh, like Darth Revan and um, Jedi Luke, like the, you know, uh, like variants of those, but those are the three main like archetypes of uh, off off meta counters and so you can kind of mix and match like Darth Revan actually can do both uh, under the right circumstances and struggles against both under the wrong circumstances um, and then uh, Darth Vader can kill both under the right circumstances but mostly it's good against Rey and um, Jedi Knight Luke can counter both but for the most part it's good against Kylo so right now we kind of have like this interesting you know, it, you have a lot of options, really. And then you have the cheese yeah. teams that can work against uh, against various things. So th there's some counters out there, but right now, right now, it, if they wanted us to, if we wanted to clear all four Galactic Legends, like it, assuming that same things kind of work, because really those are all like the good characters available, honestly. Right. Yeah. Um, unless like suddenly like a Commander Luke team, which I could see, but like a Commander Luke team might end up being you know a counter or something unless new counters are discovered like we're going to end up once we get to the very end of all of this madness we'll end up having to keep at least one galactic legend for offense if we want to be sure of a clear yeah yeah i, I think that's I, I think that's fairly safe to say um at least one you know i, I honestly think at some point once once everybody has four, or at least everybody that we're facing has four, you're going to have to keep two on offense um, for the guaranteed clear. You know, because if somebody puts down four, you need your two Galactic Legends to take out two Galactic Legends, and then you'll use your Jedi Knight Luke and your Darth Revan or Vader squad to take out the other. The good news is, as much as we only have one Watt and one Thrawn to counter our Galactic Legends, our opponent's only going to have one Malak to stop any Sith counter to, to Galactic Legends. So at least at least there's that. Well, 
and so here's here's the thing though um as someone in chat just said said it like there's not to be contrarian but it sounds like balance is here like i i think i'm i'm okay with it i'm i'm concerned moving into it but i think i think we'll be okay i just we're gonna have to change the way we think about things like mm -hmm. i've been really enjoying using my off meta counters uh it, it makes my matches more exciting for me and the people who watch them i think um not to be presumptuous but I mean, I think that, that it, they're more interesting to me, at least. That's what I want to see. And so um, it, it's going to be interesting. I think the other aspect is, so I don't know if we even not talked about it on our cast yet, but there's a, uh, there's a really, I don't know if you'd call it subtle, or there, there's an indication that things are going to change soon um, on the Galactic or on the Grand Arena side of things. So um, if you look at the uh, forums, with the uh with the calendar uh with the calendar posts let me see if i can just find it real quick just so i can actually read it instead of so i'm looking at the event calendar for september and uh what they're doing is uh so grand arena is already scheduled the next grand arena mat or week is already scheduled uh week one starts uh, the preview phase is on uh september 28th and then it says type and it's going to be 5v5 plus one fleet. And so like they, they bothered to say that it's going to have a fleet. Right. Not, not just like plus fleet, it's 5v5 plus one fleet, which means to me that the possibility exists not for just a zero fleet, but much more likely there's going to be a two fleet. And we've talked about that a lot before, but I think What's going alongside that is the Galactic Legends are going to be uh, going to be shipped out, whatever. And in my my guess is that they're going to change Grand Arena once the Galactic Legends are released, or maybe soon thereafter, to not only include more fleets, but also we're going to have to include more. That uh, they're going to give us more squads to mess yeah. around with in Grand Arena. Well, to be honest with you, in Division One. They pretty much should. I mean, you and I both set absurd defenses. Then we do our attacks. And how many times this season have you looked at what you have left on the bench and been like, man, I still have like three strong teams that just didn't get used here. Um, so I, I know I, I don't think they should add any teams for obviously like Division 2 or Division 3 or even – even the low end of Division One, you know, when you're in that 4.5 to 5 million, and you still have, you're still going to have a lot of G11s sitting there on your either offense or defense when you're at that point. But I think they need to do something for all of us that are above 6 million GP or even 6.5 million GP because it's almost like an embarrassment of riches at this point. Um, it, it truly is, man. And I, you know, that's, that's kind of the phrase I use a lot. Not, not to call you out for you stealing my phrase, how dare you. <laughs> uh, but, but like, you're right. I, I have actually felt like my match last night I actually used almost every relevant character. And I was like, well, that was fun and rare. And then I was like, that's, I just made myself oh, yeah, sad I that I called that rare. You know? <laughs> Uh, like it, it is it's just uh, we and plus no no offense to bus 70 
it's two Four. or whatever. Four? Yeah. It was 70-something. Um, yeah, like, no, no offense to him at all by this, but, like, we don't play the same game. I shouldn't be on the same leaderboard. <laughs> I just shouldn't. Like, the things I have to do compared to the things he has to do, it's it's similar. Like, uh, I would I would use my alt to face him. I'd probably lose because he does have more GP than me. He has a he probably has a more efficient roster. If we're being honest, um, I'm not saying he's a bad player by any stretch, but like he's much closer to where my alt is than my main. Like my main is my main is just it, it's so different. Like yeah. last night we were everyone was like don't forget the feet to and I, last night I faced one of the most heinously obnoxious, absurd defenses I've ever faced. And people are like, don't forget the feat where you have to use like Kanan and Ezra and old Ben all in the same squad. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. I don't have an option. I won't win if I, you do that. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to get those types of feats for months just because when you're facing G13 on every defense team, and it's usually not like this just junky defense team like Phoenix or something, um, you just can't, you can't, you can't take up three spots on your team to use or, or to achieve that feat. No, uh, like sometimes you'll get lucky and you're like, oh, my opponent thought I couldn't get through their zone, so they put Tuscans in the back. Right. And they're all gear one, and you're like, okay, I'll pull, throw in, like, Commander Luke and Han and just some random hodgepodge. Yeah. Or we'll just clear it with hodgepodge at that level. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, it, it's, it's such I, a different thing. Yeah. I even had – I have an R4 Ezra. I have an R3 Old Ben. And I couldn't get the feet because I needed Old Ben to counter Supreme Leader Kylo. I was so I was a little disappointed about that because I just got Ezra to R four what a week ago, uh, and I was like, oh, I get to use him. I get to use him. I was planning on using my Jedi. I was planning on splitting my Jedi up and getting to use a Jedi Knight Luke team, and then no, I couldn't, unfortunately. <laughs> I love that people are defending Phoenix in the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Phoenix. Uh, I, I, dude, I I just really want him to get reworked, or I want him to add something that makes him relevant. I just do. I don't know. I don't. That, we can just totally, we can just move away from that topic. They are perversely difficult to gear, and I feel like I've earned it, but... <laughs> My entitled attitude aside, we should probably leave that. Um, yeah. Anyways, we're it, it's going to be an interesting thing. Galactic Legends, they're not going away. They're going to change things. We're going to get new zones. We're going to get new stuff. And we'll continue talking about it. But for now, um, why, why don't we talk about... Um, there, there's a couple just random things we wanted to discuss. Oh, um... So just while we're on the topic of the requirements for Galactic Legends. Um, so, okay, so R2-D2 is required at Relic 7. And I saw a conversation with someone saying, they were like, oh, well, this is great. I, I feel vindicated that I, I 
for a galactic challenge, I gear or I relicked up my R2D2 just for a galactic challenge to up, up to like relic five. And they're like, and so now like they're, they're saying like retroactively, it was a great decision on my end. <laughs> and there's this, this fallacy and I, I don't remember what, what it's called. Um, but it, like in, in poker, I used to play poker um, pretty seriously. And so, so you put, uh, here's the thing, like poker has a huge element of luck in it uh, just because that way uh, yeah. a player who isn't good could still go head to head with the best player in the world and still conceivably win. Like if they play them long-term, they're not going to win, but they'll have, they'll get take all, they'll take all their money uh, from them because they're, the good players are making good decisions. They're making uh, plus EV decisions. And the whole time you're, uh, you know, people say like, oh man, I'm so glad, I'm so glad I folded. Like, because this, my cards didn't come out. And so it was a good decision because the cards I had didn't come out that I, that I needed, that I would have needed to win. And the fact is sometimes it's like, okay, so you would have had a bad result, but it doesn't make it a good, decision like if you have the right odds you need to put the money in and you need to put like you need to play it you need to make the right decision not not the not a results oriented decision you need to make a decision that's going to have uh, additional expected value and so to me like i don't know people saying oh i'm so glad like people i i geared up i relicked up my r2d2 um you know, for the for the galactic challenges, which I think is a poor decision, because um, you're not getting anything extra really. And now now it's totally different, anyways. But galactic challenges did require it, um, just because it was a poor dis or like just because it worked out for you in the end doesn't mean it's a good decision. It's like the people who have relic seven tuscans like maybe it's a good decision in terms of like it brings you personal enjoyment but in terms of like gameplay you're just hindering yourself by doing that by spending your resources on it if eventually we do get a tuscan uh event where we need relic seven tuscans it doesn't mean that you may you were making good decisions prior to that it means you got lucky so anyways <laughs> I, i've got the perfect example of this for you because it just came up in our um so, you know, uh, well, your alt guild, my main guild, um, we're, we're in the Ewokan Alliance, and there's this officer in one of our casual guilds. And so the palp requirements came out, and he posted, and he's like, I've already got five of these requirements at R7. Now, this guy has a 4.8 million GP roster, and he's like, I'm already almost there. And he... He has every SIP requirement already at R5. And so you look at his roster, and he doesn't have a single neon blue character. He doesn't have a single relict light side character. And all this guy did was he relicked up every, and at least R5, every single Sith on his roster. Like, that's all he has relict, basically. And he's like, man, I made such a good decision. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Your guild right. is literally doing light side geo and you can't complete a single wave just because you're closer to a galactic legend does not make it a good decision. Like it, it just does not. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. Like all I'm saying is 
don't don't fall into that to that fallacy of just like oh well i'm gonna gear this guy just in case there's no actually real reason for it other than i just like feel like it or something mm -hmm. like to me it, it's just make good decisions based on the information you have and move on like uh, you know there are there are regrets they're always going to be regrets uh, and we'll talk about that later in our podcast question <laughs> segment but um like i just I see people making these. Uh, I see people making these decisions and then justifying them in the past. Yeah. And I don't know. I I don't mean to. I know that sometimes I can come off as like superior. Like, well, you guys suck. I'm better than you. I don't mean. I don't mean it in any superior way. I just we need to make make good decisions based on what you have, and eventually, like that's going to produce good results, whether or not it ends up happening or not uh, it doesn't matter I me mean, like make good decisions and good things will follow so yes yeah um yes fantastic way to sum that up now there's one other thing that i wanted to talk about um and it just fell out of my head again good lord it's it's been a busy couple weeks and i can't remember <laughs> anything um Oh, well, maybe right, it'll come on. back. Oh, wait. I, oh, there it is. It came back. <laughs> there we go. I knew, I knew that if I said something about moving on, that the obstinate part of your brain would kick in. Yeah. And you'd be able to, you, you'd be like, oh, wait, no, I don't want to do what Zareth says. We're, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> that's, exa that's honestly exactly what happened there. Um, so one of the things I find interesting and you talked about how CG has said that they want to release more Galactic Legends. And if these Galactic Legends are truly on the same power as the current Galactic Legends, and then they use the Legendaries or Hero Journeys uh, characters to move the meta, kind of like they did with Je uh, Jedi Knight Luke, I'm all for having a different Galactic Legend for each faction. Um, as long as it's the legendaries that are going to kind of push you one way or the other. Um, the one thing that this is going to do, though, if they truly do start releasing Galactic Legends for every faction is, imagine how hard every legendary is going to be to get. Because, like right now, Luke takes, what, 40 or 50 characters to get grump face luke there's only like 200 characters in the game right what are they going to require for legendaries once people have are forced to relic up basically every faction and that's a great question um i don't know um, that, that, I, i've been thinking about that actually so that they've been requiring so many characters lately for all these different unlocks we're pretty quickly running out of characters, like of corners of the game that haven't been geared or explored. Like, like the, yes, there's right. still a lot of bad characters, but. Yeah, and it's, so I, I think part of the problem was, you know, what was it? 2018, we had this character explosion. And I think they released what, like 32 to 35 characters in 2018. It was like an ocean of characters, you yeah. might say. And <laughs> you might. <laughs> um, so last year, 
they had a huge slowdown on the number of characters they released because a lot of people were saying, we're burnt out with all these new characters. Like, we can't take it. This year, I think, is kind of a balance between the two. I've actually been happy with the character release this year. But last year means that there's this kind of gulf in characters that need to be farmed or geared because there just weren't that many released. And so, like you said, there's they're running out of corners um, or factions to gear. And it's because they had this, they had this entire year that I think 10, 10 to 12 characters were released. And I think five of them were like galactic or a legendary or heroic journey or something. So it's almost like they're, they're pushing 2018 that burnt people out for 2019 is now going to cause them a problem in 2021 because what, what other characters are there? And you can only go to the well of you need to gear Jawas for the next legendary or you need to gear Tuscans for the next legendary so many times before people say, I don't want Relic 7 Jawas or Tuscans. Like, I'm just not going to do it and stop. <laughs> so the, I, I'm, really, I'm really curious to see how this all kind of plays out next year because I'll be honest, I want more Galactic Legends. Um, if, if they truly are equal, I kind of like the chase at this point because, like you said, we're endgame players. My alt is 6.3 million. Like, it's free to play, but it's still endgame. I kind of like the chase. Um, but I, I don't know how they're going to – I don't know how they're going to be able to do this all because they're going to run out of characters if your Galactic Legends taking 50 characters to unlock. Right. Uh, well, yeah. I'm. Unless they start doing the gal the galaxy of marquees or whatever, people in the chat are reminiscing about. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I I actually liked the uh, the marquee, the wave of the the ocean of new characters released. I. To me, I, I know that this is a little contrary to what other people in the game uh, see it as, but I. To me, new content is a new character release. That's, in my opinion, what it is. Because right now it's down to the point of like, yeah, sure, a couple random PVE things are fun, but it's, it's all about uh, Grand Arena. And so a new character release is going to change the landscape and it gets me all, all excited about it. So yeah, I, like yeah. an entire ocean of new characters, when they said that in that Q&A, like at the start of the year, they're like, we're going to release an ocean of new characters. I was like, yes. <laughs> the, uh, and it's shifted a little bit to we're going to release uh, an ocean of new characters that you have to gear that already existed. <laughs> I think, well, if you count ships, which I know I tried to ignore, if you count ships, they've actually been, I think they've been doing decently at releasing new characters. It's better than last year. Um, my, my problem with the year of the marquees, which was 2018, is I love the marquee events. I, I think it's great that I can gear them up at three stars so that when I do unlock them, it's not a rush to gear them. It's just a rush to get them to gear 12, which is us I usually am able to save up the pieces by then. My problem with the year of marquees was it was also the year of the legendary event and the year of the panic farm. And 
there's just only so much farming that you can do <laughs> when they've released 35. Um, you know, so I went into the C-3PO event without Wicket. I went into the Bounty Hunter event without Bosk just because, well, on the Bosk one, I gambled and I they released the Solo faction. So I thought Solo was going to be needed for a Legendary. It turned out the Bounty Hunters that were released needed to be uh, or were for the Legendary. I, I just, I couldn't keep up and I like to keep up with Marquis. And so a little slower a little slower makes me happy. Um, but I love the Marquis. I love Marquis. Uh, I think they're great, especially when you compare them to the first year and a half of this game. And I know you started later than me, but where it was literally impossible to get certain characters without dropping hundreds of dollars. And so they came out with this Marquis and it was like this giant thing that was just amazing. It's what, it's what made this game free to play, honestly, is the marquee character because you could start, or the cadence, I should say, because you could start farming any character you wanted. It might take you three months, but you could start farming that character as soon as it becomes free to play farmable, as opposed to, I need to go buy like 50 of these special chromium cards to unlock Wedge or Rex, and be damned if I don't get it to seven stars with $200. Um, so I, I love the marquee. The problem is a lot of people are now playing the game that didn't live in that time, and they're like, the marquee events are just trying to get my money, and it's like, no, 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 people. <laughs> the marquee events are what makes this game free to play. <laughs> You're not putting yeah. this together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh... I, I, yeah, I remember people were like, this is amazing. No other game does this. Like, I, I've heard that uh, Marvel Strike Force, in fact, is still like, there's certain characters that are just completely pay to play. You can't actually unlock them without spending actual dollars or, you know, whatever currency, but like actual, you know, non in game currency that you can earn. So to me, like, uh, I do love that this game can be free to play. Um, yeah, that's. That's what's kept me in this game for as long as it has. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I'll say this. So we, we were going to talk about this a little bit, and we were probably past enough time that we probably can't talk about it at length. But <laughs> we were going to talk about uh, farming characters uh, versus farming gear. And um, so you have the, you have the problem with uh, farming the, the, the marquees. Like, I didn't really. Like, I have always had this mentality of, farm all the characters first and if there's extra then farm gear if you can but like that like i haven't farmed gear on my alt for instance ever at any point i have i have never ever farmed gear and yes that that makes it slower to gear characters but at the same time like i'm ready to gear characters because uh, or at least i'm ready to like get squads ready if they come around like you can get you can get characters in or you can get gear in shops you can get it from other things in my opinion i whenever a new thing comes out i drop everything and just start farming that character till it's gone i'm doing double refreshes which means 15 attempts on every node right now of characters i don't have um how many how many refreshes are you doing right now solo just out of curiosity uh i do double 
I do double refreshes for everyone, but I limit myself to two of each type of, two farms of each type of energy. So I'll, I'll never do more than two fleet farms. I'll never do more than two um, regular energy farms. Of course, I say that. And right now, because of this stupid Luke event, I was so, I'm so close to finishing Cara Dune that um, I've made an exception and I'm, I'm now trip, uh, farming three characters on regular energy just because Kara's, I, I think she's at 80 out of 100. And if I ignore her for a month when she's only 20 shards away, I'll just, the OCD will kill me. So normally it's never more than two characters at a time um, on each energy source, but I'm making a small exception to finish Cara Dune. That's fair. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I just, my alt, I, I have, what, the, so the characters I'm farming on my alt right now are on the dark side, I'm doing Cara Dune and TIE Bomber. Those are the only ones I really need right now. And then on the light side, I'm doing Resistance Pilot, uh, Resistance Hero, or sorry, Resistance Trooper, uh, Resistance Hero Poe, Resistance Hero Finn, Y-Wing, uh, and the Scion slash Kylo Ren unmasked shuttle and Chupio. So I, I barely have enough energy to do all of those every day. Yeah. So yeah. And anyways, we I I tend to just like to get those farms over because then we don't have to worry about shards. It's just worrying about gear, which is frustrating at times. The gear crunch is real. But. Right. Yeah. And I Part of the problem is my alt is end game. And if I want to keep up with my arena shard to then pay for my farms, um, I need, right. I need the gear. <laughs> I, I need the gear. Um, cause I, I'm not paying for it. Cause my alt is free to play. Uh, so, you know, Fair. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. And, and that's totally fine. I just, uh, yeah, I, I tend to be farm first, uh, farm characters first, and then if you have time for gear, that's great. But um, you don't have to play it that way. I do. I will say that you breaking yourself on that uh, unlocking Chewy event because you didn't have Bosk. Like I had Bosk, I unlocked him, and I I took three attempts on the final tier, and yeah. I just unlocked him, and I was like, oh, that was easy. And then you spent. I think it was like the last night you needed to get it done. Yep. And yep. I was just like, why didn't you farm Bosk? But well, that that answer was because I was farming the solo tunes, expecting a legendary from that. Well, and I was um, farming them too. But like I said, yeah. we we spend we spend our focus a little differently, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, oh, so one last thing before we jump into Grand Arena. One thing that I've noticed, and I think you've noticed it too, solo. Yep. I wanted to shout, shout it out though, um, so everyone can notice. Chupio is a meta-altering character. <laughs> yes. He has changed the landscape, and I don't think anyone's noticed it yet. But even at gear eight on a Commander Luke team, he is helping Commander Luke just totally destroy and demolish other teams. I see him on Akbar teams holding the line like you see someone who's like foolishly reliced akbar up to relic four or something or maybe it's not foolish because maybe they like their rebel fleet a lot and it, 
there's actually a lot of good, um, a lot of good things to be said about the rebel fleet if you've invested in it. But one way or another, you see people with Relic for Akbar, and then you have Chupio in there, and it's like, how did you hold your Chupio's only gear like nine or ten? But man, he get he gets such a big boost because he gets forty percent of his leader's stats. Yeah. If it's a relic leader, it's good. And then he's just hitting every single shot, every single shot, every single shot. And then he he could he has a revive mechanic. It's it's truly insane. So, yeah. um, just fair warning, guys. That Chupio is a thing, even if we haven't seen the widespread abuse of it. It, it's coming. I'm already it's, seeing it in Territory Wars. Yes, and just so you know, since this is a Grand Arena-focused podcast, while Padme is a typical counter to CLS, Padme will likely lose against a team with Chupio. Yep. So, be forewarned. Um, she will just time out. Yes, because you are feeding a ton of turn meter to the Rebels with Padme... Um, with the protection up from Padme, making them resist the debuffs. And Trupio adds so many debuffs to that team that um, you, you're you just going to time out, yeah. So be warned. We have told you. <laughs> no, uh, all right. So next up, let's talk about our actual weeks, weeks in Grand Arena. So Zareth. How did you do? Um, how'd you do on your first match in Grand Arena this week? Ah, oh, well, let's see. So I, I faced a guy who um, I thought his name was pretty dumb, but it turns out it's from a fantasy book or a fantasy <laughs> series, which doesn't mean the name isn't dumb, but it's a little more understandable um, that that you would do that. So um, he, so uh, let's see. Prior to this match, this season, um, I had always kept my double Galactic Legends on defense because I've been loving my, I've been reveling in my uh, off-meta counters. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I suggest people do it if they can. Uh, but he kept, he, he has a strange, he had a strange uh, Ray team where he had Malak and Jedi Training Ray. And Jedi Training Ray does some strange things to a Ray composition like she just does like the way the way she interacts with things she gets so much turn meter against like vader comps especially because of all the debuffs um i'm not gonna go super into it but like it it changes things and then malik changes things as well uh changes turn meter and order of things and so it was a weird enough comp that i didn't and i didn't have time that day to play test anything so i just took supreme leader kylo uh, like his history showed that he took this team every time and this was no exception. Uh, so I took Kylo, um, actually put my new Relic 5 uh, Chupio squad in, uh, in Kylo's place. And um, so I, I took it, I got 47 banners against that. And then everything else he had was pretty bad. Uh, he just had that one weird Ray team and he actually had pretty good banners. I think people have just, I think the, another fallacy people have, and we won't, I won't go at length on this, but people tend to say like, if I have a Galactic Legend, then I can just put crap in the rest of my slots. Like I can just yeah. lean on that one team to save me. And I'll just say this, like it doesn't save you. That, no, that alone, that doesn't <laughs> save you. So 
he uh, so i got a 47 which is bad manners right like that that's almost the worst 46 is the worst you can get uh 47 that's typical for using kylo versus ray uh so got 47 and i got good enough banners that i ended up with uh 1922 for the rest of the match like almost perfect after that <laughs> and uh he he saved so much for offense. He en ended up clearing me. I didn't have both of my Galactic Legends on defense either. So he cleared me. He did fail once. Even if he didn't fail, I would have beat him by 12. As it was, I beat him by 32 because he failed against Darth Revan. And that was that. Like, done and done. So happy enough to get that win, um, especially after I had uh, lost in my previous match. Uh, how, did you, how did you do, Solo? I, so... Every match this week, I faced somebody with um, lifetime banners that were close to me or better. So, in theory, I'm going up against a bunch of good players, or at least they've had pretty good success uh, coming into this week. So, my first week, I went up against a guy that um, he always put, quote-unquote, three meta teams on defense now, those meta teams would rotate. It was, he would always put Ray on defense. He would always put General Grievous on defense. Then sometimes it was Padme as the third. Sometimes it was Darth Revan. Sometimes it was um, CLS. But he always had one extra meta team other than Ray or Grievous. And so that means he keeps a lot for offense, um, <laughs> which. Uh, he shouldn't go around telling anybody because uh, I kept him from clearing all but the front and bottom zone. Actually, what happened was, you know, he lost once to my Supreme Leader Kylo that was front and bottom. Then he beat my Grievous to get to the back zone. I trapped him because I knew he likes to use the um, the gas Chewy Han fives, three PO counter to Supreme Leader Kylo. So I stuck Kylo in the front. I had him use that. I have a faster Darth Revan. So I put Darth Revan in the back. He didn't have his gas to use. He lost to Darth Revan. I'm willing to bet he lost to Darth Revan with his Darth Revan. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait till tomorrow to see the Grand Arena history. And then there was no way for him to beat Darth Revan, so he just kind of gave up there. Didn't even try the top zone. And meanwhile, he puts a fairly light defense uh, with only three meta teams. Um, so I mirrored the Ray match. Just I used Watt to make my Ray even faster than his, and I killed it for pretty good banners too. Um, I was able to break out my troopers this round because he places a Phasma team down. And then I just kind of cruised through the rest of his teams, and I got the full clear. So uh, week one, I think he had 10,000 more lifetime banners than me, and it was one of my easier wins this season. <laughs> so th uh, that was our, our – not week one, round one. Uh, that was our first fight. How would you do on the uh, second round or second fight of this round? All right, so we're both in the semifinals. Excellent. Yes. Um, and so this guy, this guy religiously places both Galactic Legends in on the front bottom zone. Um, 
that's his thing. Like he always just places it. Win, win or lose, that's just what he does. Uh, he had he had a pretty good lifetime banners, and, and you know that that strategy does work against people who don't have anything developed to beat it. And he's a pr- fairly efficient player as well. Um, that said, I placed both of my Galactic Legends, and it, I mean, man, we we say it every time. We say it a thousand times every every podcast have a plan like we could rename this the have a plan podcast we really should have (laughs) really like so have a plan if you're gonna take both galactic legends on or put both galactic legends on defense have a strategy to be able to win don't just blindly do it like i like to put both of them on but when i'm faced with a weird comp like in my first match i kept kylo for offense as you have done like you've switched off and on with your galactic legends this season like for offense like make sure you have a way to beat the guy that you're facing and in this case the guy has just leaned on like he was fine with just getting uh, like not full clears he's just like no one can beat my my galactic legends zone and uh, so I'm, I'm going to win most of my matches. And this was just a match where I was like, well, um, who has, so who has the best, who has the better off meta counters? And I can guarantee there's probably one between the two of us, between me and my random opponent, one of us has spent, you know, way more hours, like dozens more hours <laughs> planning for double galactic legends and off meta counters. And uh, that, that player is definitely not him. Like I've, I've spent a ton more. So as it stood, he couldn't, he didn't even crack one of my my legends. He didn't get to the back zone. Um, and I full cleared him in a pretty nasty fashion. So I'd, I actually, I wasn't that efficient. I didn't get a ton of banners, uh, but it was enough that like, it, it was, it was a very, you know, I beat him by hundreds cause he didn't clear two of my zones, but right. Yeah, it was. I think the highlight of that match, beyond kill it, cracking double Galactic Legends with off-meta counters, I think my favorite thing, which was scary also, um, I used my CLS Chupio squad to kill his really strong Night Sisters, and uh, it, it felt pretty close. I did win, but that was uh, it's pretty gross. <laughs> so uh, that that was that was my match. I think you stole the show on this one though. That was, this is way, way more exciting. Your match was way more exciting on this. So ha- tell us about your round two. Cause I, I loved this, uh, not, not to give spoilers, but this was, this is my highlight of your week, so to speak. <laughs> so I went up against the same guy that I went up against five days earlier and beat me. So little backstory about this guy. He both Klesso and I have fought him now this season. So we're now week three. He has only finished less than coming into the fight. He had only scored less than uh, 1926 banners twice. It was the first time he faced Klesso and then the first time he faced me. And he beat me. I just was able to hold him to 1912 rather than 1926. Um Coming into the fight, he lost a total of one offensive battle this entire season. One offensive battle, and that was to Klesso's General Grievous squad. And so what this guy does, he's he's actually a 
he doesn't plan much, but he's actually a very efficient and a very good player. What he does is he knows Darth Revan and Gas are awful for banners when used on offense. So rather than put Galactic Legends, he puts Darth Revan and Gas in the front bottom. Um, and then he has a Grievous team up top, and he has a Newt team in the back. Or not a Newt, um, a Nest team in the back. And th- that's his defense. Puts the same defense down every single time. And I spent – it had to be like two hours Sunday morning – well, Saturday night into Sunday morning trying to find a way to put a Galactic Legend down to make him face it because Galactic Legends versus Galactic Legends steals a ton of banners, and that was my goal. I was going to out-efficiency him. And – I also, my second goal was he relied on using his Jedi Training Ray team um, on offense. Like, he needed to use Jedi Training Ray on offense to win the way that he wants to do it. So I was like, man, I, I need to put a KRU team with Hux down because even if he uses Jedi Training Ray, that's always an awful banner win. And so again, I'll win on efficiency. And then I just, I got so sick of trying to figure out this puzzle. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do what he does. So I put Darth Revan and Gas in the front bottom zone. Uh, I ended up not putting my KRU team. I ended up putting Geos up top um, because you can't use Jedi Training Ray on Geos. And I said, okay, I'm going to, uh, let's do it this way. And then about 20 minutes before, uh, you know, we're supposed to start attacking, find out he starts attacking and he failed on my Darth Revan. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. Um, and I was able to undersize his Darth Revan because I had Supreme Leader Kylo. I took his gas on with my Ray, and while they do steal banners, you're just not going, you're not going to lose that match. Um, And then I was able to easily clear the rest of his board. And so I gave him his second offensive battle loss. I gave him his third time under 1926 banners. And I got the revenge from the previous Sunday and I took the win. And, you know, you just said it, you need a plan. And the only reason I got that win is because I spent so much time trying to figure out how to counter his defenses. And the honestly, I still believe this, the only way to do it was to take both Galactic Legends on offense. <laughs> because I, there was just no other way to use Gas or Darth Revan to counter either Dar- Gas or Darth Revan and get decent banners. It, it just, I could not figure out a way. And so was able to pull it off and stick it to him and reach the finals. <laughs> yes, sir. That was pretty awesome, man. I love the, the, the revenge aspect of it. Yeah. Um, because he had beat you so recently. I, I thought it was the height of arrogance as well for him to just place the exact same defense uh, against a good player. Like He's like, oh, well, I beat this guy before. I'm going to place the exact same thing I placed last time. Well, uh, Like he, a week later crazy yeah you know you know what's funny about it um so the funny part about it is 
he actually placed the defense early on in the round. Like he didn't let it auto set because I compared the banners from, you know, when I did the comparison and then at the beginning of the week to the banners he had, and there was a 730 banner difference. (laughs) So he actually set the, um, set the defense and that that actually honestly worried me so it's like oh god he set this defense he didn't just let it auto auto deploy at this point so it's like did he did he actually change his defense up despite um (laughs) despite him never changing it before and thankfully the answer was no he must just not trust the auto deploy um and so he 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 fell for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved I loved it, man. It was good planning. Um, yeah, it, yeah, awesome. Okay, so now let's talk about yours because your uh, your third fight, the um, the championship for you was probably the highlight of the week between both of us. Honestly, it was it was so enthralling to watch. Like I I was planning on doing something. And just having you on, uh, on the side, and you know, I'd watch, and then do something else at the same time because I needed to relax after my match. Um, and I, I honestly couldn't peel my eyes off of, off the screen. So, uh, let's start talking about uh, your match. And I actually have the front zone pulled up for everybody to see the defenses that you faced in that match. Oh man, this this was a crazy one. Solo, thanks. Um, gosh, the, so this this guy, uh, I faced him before. We actually both we, fa- we both faced him. Um, he's a very yeah. good player. He's on Team Instinct. He's uh, I I kind of it, we both faced him in three v three. But I I kind of got lucky and beat him uh, when we matched. But he was he was telling me I got lucky and I, I actually, I don't remember exactly, but I remember having the emotion of like, yeah, I think I did get a little lucky. Um, and then he faced solo and he beat you too solo. And like, I, you know, I, you're a great player. And the, like the fact that I got lucky to beat him and then he went and beat you, um, like he's, he's a legit opponent. And so he knew, he messaged me halfway through our first match. He's like, Hey, how'd you do in your round? Um, you know, we're going to, are we going to meet in the finals? What are we going to do? Uh, you know, so he he knew, he recognized me, he knew, you know, to watch my stuff, all of this stuff. Um, and so going into the finals, he, uh, I, I did, I did my research on him, as I always do. Um, and he always places the same boring stuff, like he's an efficiency player. He's really good at the stuff, like he's got amazing mods. He has the top, he's, that's the third fastest Darth Revan in the game at 351. Like, nine faster than mine and mine is mine is pretty quick so crazy fast like just amazing mods all the way throughout and he's played he always places the really boring defense of only darth revan and like a a pretty vanilla ray team and then everything else is just kind of cheese you know whatever um and so I, I was like, I, I'm sure he's going to change some stuff. So I kept my Darth Revan. I put Chupio in there instead uh, in his place. And I, so I, I was like, also pretty sure like he, he's going to do, he might do something weird. So I put both Galactic Legends in my front zone. When, um, 
when the match came out, he messaged me. He's like, oh, you changed your defenses too. And I was like, well, yeah, I figured because of our mat, you know, because of our history, you're talking about you want revenge and you're excited to have the chance to beat me again. Like, you know, I, I needed to change some stuff up as is only prudent. And he, he was, I was like, and I, I figured you'd change yours up too. And he was like, he, he was like, no, I'd, I'd only change things because of my, my research. My, my research <laughs> dictated this change. And I'm like, he's never ever ever done this so the fact that he's like dramatic so this is dramatically different if you can look at the if you do look at the screen if you're watching live um if you're not so what he did he put both galactic legends down which he's never done uh the ray team had ray general skywalker rex chewy and fives which is a perversely difficult composition to beat because uh, Rex is guarded, so you can't stun him. It's it's a nightmare. And then he had uh, Supreme Leader Kylo down with Hux and Darth Revan, and then Old Daka and Zombie. So like using like four or five teams to make these two, but they are really tough to beat. And so what I ended up, I had both Galactic Legends down on defense. He had both of his. He was clearly planning on just ignoring my Galactic Legends zone. Like, <laughs> it was pretty obvious to me. Like, there's nothing he had that could beat both Galactic Legends uh, it, unless, he had a, unless he had a weird new comp that I'd never heard of. Um, in which case, I was excited to learn it. So yeah. um, anyways, I... I don't want to go on at too great of length, but what, what ended up happening, I used a Darth Vader comp. You guys can watch the video of it. It'll come out in a few days. Um, used a Darth Vader comp to beat his Kylo uh, because if once you get weapons tech on Vader, you can just, like, as long as you can make sure you have the mechanics right to go before Darth Revan, you only need a couple debuffs on Darth Revan uh, in order to one-shot him. And then... He's unrevivable, so even if Daka gets a turn, she can't get lucky and revive because it's the weapons tech. Did the same to Daka, and she couldn't revive from Zombie helping her uh, revive. And then I was able to just eventually get one shot, one shot kill on Kylo. So uh, got got the kill there, um, and then I used my Luke Nukem team, uh, which is like Jedi Revan and Jedi Luke and General Skywalker, all three on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> which is expensive as hell, but his team is expensive too, but they, they were able to beat the Ray team. So uh, got the one shot on his double Galactic Legends. The fun didn't stop there. The back zone was easy. It had Ewoks and like a, a random like scoundrel team. It was like gear 12. Um, so that was nice. But then up top, he also had a General Grievous squad, um, a Newt squad with both Malak and Dark Bastila. And then um, his Jedi training Ray with really, really fast hero bros. But I was able to use Shakti to take out the hero bro Ray team. Um, I used my Darth Revan without Malak because Malak was on defense. Uh, I used Darth Revan to take out his Newt team. And then I used seven teams to slowly drag the <laughs> General Grievous team to death. So oh, it, it did look kind of ugly, but I got the clear. And it felt really damn good. And then he just messaged me and said, good game. So that felt nice too. <laughs> it, was, it was an incredibly, I think it took me almost two hours to play it. And I, I couldn't believe how many people stuck around for it. But man, it, it, was, was, it, was, it was about an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, and the funny part is just like, if you finish it 
and it's like, oh my god, he just did that, and then you're like, oh, let's go to my alt now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, good good match. Let's yeah. go kill some stuff on my alt. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, peace out. Oh, left, but <laughs> that that was a truly impressive. I mean, that front bottom zone was just absurd, uh, and he got exactly what he deserved. That's at the end of the day, he got what he deserved. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so we talk about having a plan and we also talk about don't be a dick. Like, and people are like, dude, you're just kind of a dick putting all these crazy teams on defense. The, the fact is, though, I have a plan to clear. Right. Like, clearly, I, I beat this heinous, crazy defense and I didn't have my own Galactic Legends. Uh, you know, I had a ton of good teams on defense. Um, yeah. And so... I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I had a plan. He didn't. He just wanted to, his whole plan was to ignore the bottom zone and just clear the top and win uh, by efficiency. Right. And so uh, I'm, I'm glad I did that to him too. I, yeah. you know, frustrating guy to play against. Zareth's plan, be a dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <That's>... So <laughs> here's the thing. Because this kind of ties into what we are talking about earlier, is at our GP level, the, de- our, the defenses we can place are absurd. But that's because we have so many teams to place. Like, you know, you and I used to talk about uh, when, you're, when you're placing your defenses, it's a question of how many meta teams you place on defense. And meta by meta, we didn't mean... Uh, what's the arena meta? It, it was, you know, like Grievous was one and CLS was one and Darth Revan and Jedi Knight Revan. And so you and I are both putting five meta teams on defense. But if you look at the teams that we're attacking with, I have four to five attacking teams as well. So it's not that we're being dicks. It's just that there's only seven teams that you place on defense I don't need to keep nine meta teams for offense when you only need seven attacks, Um, you know, but. Right. Well, and that's the thing. I think, so we're going to still, we're still going to have, we're going to have four galactic legends. We'll face people with four galactic legends and we'll still get those guys who place old Republic. (laughs) Right. That's, uh, you know, my opponent, uh, actually, this is a good transition into, my final match. Um, so my opponent for my final match is very predictable. Um, in fact, I predicted every team that he placed before we, I had the plan before the round even started. Um, and here's the thing. He had a good roster. He, he was only 5,000 lifetime banners behind me. Um, when you look at his stats, he actually has about 35 defends more than me, um, in lifetime stats. And then, so all he does though, is he put double galactic legends on defense. And then he had geos, a bounty hunter team, a Mon Mothma team, but it wasn't a relic Mon Mothma team. It was a gear 11 and 12 Mon Mothma team. And then uh, his Stormtrooper, he had a Stormtrooper Han scoundrel team that was, it was what, 
Han CHS Mission Zalbar Nest. And it's like, those defenses, other than the double Galactic Legends, just aren't scary. So I went into this challenge, um, and, you know, I put my Ray on defense because he he plays his double Galactic Legends. I saw he has a prop. He uses Vader to counter Ray. He has a problem when Zarus is on the uh, Ray team using the Vader counter. So, of course, I put Zarus on the Ray team using uh, so he couldn't use the Vader counter. I put Darth Revan, General Grievous, CLS, Padme on defense because I just don't need them. And then I use teams like Troopers on his Bounty Hunters and for 60 banners. And it's like, you didn't need to keep everything you did for offense. And then he still lost to my Ray because he had no contingency plan to counter my Ray with anything other than his Vader. And he struggled three other times coming into this match, beating a team with Zerus. It's like, all you have to do is look at the GAC history and say, oh, he can't beat this team. Let me place it on D. And I, I basically got the win just by placing that one team. Um, and I had a plan to beat his Galactic Legends, which was I used Supreme Leader Kylo on his Ray, and I used uh, the Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke counter on his Supreme Leader Kylo. And the second I beat his Supreme Leader Kylo, because I did that fight first, even though it was in the top zone. I knew I was going to win because there was nothing else he could ha- that he would have on defense that could stop me. And so I finished the week at 3-0. and um, You and I are both sitting at 8-1 and now going into the final week. And God, I wish it was 9-0. and It should have been 9-0. Yeah. I, sh- I should have done better. Um, but Eight and one is not a bad spot to be going into the final week. No, it's really not. Um, we, the guys we're facing, we're matched up against in GA Center. Also had a great week, so it looks like we just treaded water. I think we're honestly we're getting pretty tough matchups though. So we are uh, actually. Endall lost. Endall's on vacation, so that's why he probably lost. Um, I haven't sure watched. Lost? I thought he posted that he won all three. Or. Or no, it was um, it was last week that he lost. So not oh, okay. this week. It was last week he lost. And so he and I were tied, and now I'm sitting second by one win. Um, and actually, you you caught up to him. Um, but, well, you didn't catch up to him, but you, you gained ground on him. Okay. I'm good with it. I've... I've I've made my peace with GA Center. The people I'm I'm matched up again. It's it's very similar to the GA leaderboard. Honestly, the, the <laughs> tier like you know, no offense to those guys. They're some of their matchups. I'm like, wow. I wish I wish I could do the same. Wish I could have the yeah. same. At the same time, I'm glad. Like my streams are my way more interesting if I'm facing obnoxious frames. But let's be honest, our streams would be boring if every week we were facing a Karth team. Oh, they would be like. There's some no- There's a fun in the novelty of using Kylo Ren, uh, the OG Kylo Ren to solo Old Republic for sixty four. Yeah. But that, I wouldn't want to tune into that every week. Yeah, 
Yeah. Though, I, I do hope my opponents place R7 Jawas at some point to solo with Kylo Ren just once. I want to do it. <laughs> just once. Uh, all right. So that was our week. That brings us into the next section, which is our podcast questions. We got two podcast questions today. And oh, uh, no, Phoenix. No. Um, so guys, if you want to submit podcast questions, we have a discord server. It's in the description of the podcast below, um, or it's in the description of any of our YouTube videos, etc. Um, Gar Saxon. <laughs> oh, I hope to run up to, against him too. Um, but you can submit your podcast questions in our discord server there's a channel dedicated to podcast questions um so i struggled last week clearing phoenix any tips don't use a han solo solo ando that's how's that how's that for a tip yeah. um, so there's there's also a thing so just real quick let me interject this so uh, me and ando have talked about this actually just recently as well so he he wanted to try like he he was in this really easy match um uh, where the guy just placed a bunch of weird teams and so he, he was he's like i have some room to be able to like explore other counters and, and whatever so he he tried after he tried his han solo solo against phoenix he also <laughs> he he threw in his wampa solo against it because people like have this mentality of like oh man you gotta if you see phoenix it's the easiest thing guys yeah. just just throw wampa in there and you win like it doesn't matter what the gear levels doesn't matter anything wampa hard hardest counter in the game they just he just yeah. tears phoenix apart and what what endo demonstrated was that that is false <laughs> that is blatantly false it, it's it's so false like the thing is zeb gets his he lands his uh days and then it's over it's just over. Like, yes, Wampa does double damage against uh, Rebels. That, that's great. There are ways you can yeah. set up your Wampa to be able to do that as a solo. And there are instances where it does work. But as a blanket counter to Phoenix, Wampa is not the answer. He's not, he's not the one and true. He's not the savior of, of mankind coming down <laughs> to slay Phoenix. Like, that's not that's not what he does he gets dazed and then he gets stunned and then he dies right yeah so yeah anyways just just own it out there guys yes wampa can be modded so that he can beat phoenix yes a lot of people who throw phoenix in there don't have zeb modded for potency which is a mistake but they don't have the modded for potency and therefore you can evade some of that those dazes and those stuns but Otherwise, like, don't just go in with the plan. Don't just <laughs> assume. So, yes. okay. Um, all right. So the podcast questions. Yes. The most stale part of the game right now is Territory Wars, which hasn't changed in probably two and a half years, literally since it was released. Um, what could be done to actually make it less stale? I. So, I don't know. I, I was thinking about this. You remember how the, those stupid 
the stupid missions with it made uh, random characters like really awful or really, yes. uh, you know, really, uh, re- really awful characters into really good characters. Yes. I was thinking like, I wonder if that would make things more interesting now because I hate Territory Wars. I would almost try that again. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of think uh, then you can't take it seriously. Uh, really, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it might spice it up. Um, I also think that, well, I, I don't know. Like my my ideas for Territory War would, would be more like, I like the idea of having, you know, a different map available. I just think the, st- the strategy right now is so, so established. There's no variation. Like you have to clear through the middle and see all the zones. So then you have three zones that you have full sight on and you haven't you haven't had to touch yet and then you make your the rest of your decisions after you've cleared the other what uh three or five i forget um like that's that's you have your route so to speak your clearing route and beyond that like it there's no strategy really like people are just putting more and more perversely difficult teams on defense um we just faced Mauve last weekend or week or whatever. Um, and they placed all hundred Galactic Legends on defense. Like that is so boring and there's no recourse to that. We'd have to do something along those lines. Um, yeah. I don't know, May, or make it more personal, make it more like, it. I don't know, it would be cool to have an aspect of like uh, your territory war leader can assign like a smaller like a fire team like a five guys <laughs> to go take like a side objective or something you just send them in you have no idea what to expect and then those guys five guys are in there and they have to clear a zone on their own or something like yeah something like that i, I think right now you just get lost in the process of the grind it's so it's it's boring i'd like something more personal about it what about you solo what ideas do you have uh, so two things, well, actually three things, uh, cause I'm going to, I'm going to steal one of yours in changing the map or just have the map switch up. Like that would be huge. If sometimes it was the current shape, sometimes it's in the shape of a diamond where you have to attack the front zone, then it opens up to two, then it opens up to three, then two, then one. I think that would be really interesting and be a different strategy, like just change don't make it the same thing every single territory works like you said that has been established for um uh, since territory wars started basically uh the number one thing i was going to say though is fix the goddamn matchmaking <laughs> you know right now we are on a streak of three guilds that we faced that are at least 20 million more GP than us and have at least 15 more galactic legends than us. Um, and I'll be honest with you, the second I see the matchup, I say, I don't care about this anymore. Like it's not going to be a good fight. All they're going to do is stick all 15 GLs on defense. Uh, every one of them is going to put Ray with Malik. And the territory war is going to be over. Like that, that's what's going to happen. That's what did happen. Um, and then they call themselves territory war guilds, even though they really didn't put any strategy into it. Um, so fix the matchmaking so that 
a 330 million guild doesn't match up with a 305 million guild. And I will shout from the rooftop that there's two different types of sandbagging. There is the intentional type where you tell people that don't have Galactic Legends yet to sit out because they're going to hurt the guild. That's BS. Then there's the other type where my old alt guild, which was a casual guild that didn't admit that they're a casual guild, that despite multiple reminders to sign up, would only have uh, 44 to 45 people sign up. Not, not for lack of trying from the officers, just the lack of caring for the player base, basically. Except for no matter the reason for the sandbagging, whether intentional or just being casual, um, you still end up with the same advantage, <laughs> which, and my old guild, or my alt's old guild, they didn't want to have the advantage. In fact, you know, every once in a while on a territory war server, you match up with the people and you find them and literally it would be like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I know this is how this is going to go. We just, we reminded our members six times and they just didn't sign up. Like, sorry, uh, you know. Um, but so fixing the matchmaking would be the second way I would make Territory Wars more interesting. The third is going to steal an idea from Grand Arena. And it's going to be, it would be to, rather than have the... Um, leaderboard set up just by the GP of the guild that you beat because that's that's easily manipulated. Um, it would be like Grand Arena where you earn banners for your fights and there are certain feats and if I was CG I would make one of the feats be attack with Galactic Legends so that when we have four Galactic Legends the defenses aren't just 200 Galactic Legends on the board. Make it you need to get you know, five kills with a Galactic Legend or something, make these teams actually come up with a strategy that isn't, I'm just going to throw every Galactic Legend on defense because it's just miserable. Like, it's not fun to play like that. And when there's a hundred more Galactic Legends, it's going to be double as boring. Um, so I would say 100% switch it to a Grand Arena-style banner system and make the make the feats include attacking with Galactic Legends because I'm over. Like, the second Galactic Legends hit the Territory War board, I stopped caring completely about Territory Wars because it's no longer about strategy. It's 100% about who either has more Galactic Legends that they can place Malak in to mess you up or how many people got Jedi Knight Luke to counter the Supreme Leader Kylos that the other team put on the defense? Right. Uh, yeah, I... Right now, it, it's like, who who can just bring the most... Who can bring the most Galactic Legends? That's, that's right. the start and end of it. And it's yeah. boring AF. Yes, yes. Stress on the AF. Indeed. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, so we're going from CG's biggest mistake in the game. I, <laughs> maybe it's not their biggest mistake. There's been a few, uh, but 
too personal. So the second podcast question is, what is your own worst mistake in Swaga history, and what's the worst you've seen others make? Gosh. So for me, I I don't know that I've made a, an incredibly egregious mistake. Like there is certainly some stupid things I've done in Grand Arena that were like, in, the, in hindsight, I'm like, wow, I could have won that easily if I had just like been smarter about things. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I'm, I'm not sure like, so here, here's a regret. Let's let's just say this. I, I've always wanted to make content and I've always wanted to create content. And me and Ando were talking about this the other day, actually. Um, I regret that I didn't start making content earlier because okay. if I had gotten into like the Game Changers program, I, I could I could be a, like I could be a bigger name right now, frankly, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and that's ultimately. I know that people don't like people don't like it when you're like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to get the clicks and whatever." And 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 truly, like, I care about creating solid content. If you watch my stuff, like, none of it's fluff. I don't just create spinny, because like n nothing on Cubs. He he has his own following, his own crowd and stuff. You know, so I'm not just targeting him to slam him. I just uh, that's that's fluff though. To me, that's not interesting. That's not something I'm going to watch, and I don't want to subject my the people who want to watch my stuff to it. I don't want to, but, so I want to make good content. I do, like, if I'm going to make content, though, I want people to pay attention to it. And <laughs> right. if I had started with Game Changers early on, like, if I'd been able to get in on that, I'd have thousands more subs right now on my YouTube channel. Um, and, our, and our podcast would be way bigger. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say that's a mistake, though. I, you know, yeah. in terms of mistakes, Maybe my biggest mistake is starting this third account. It's killing me. <laughs> that, that's, oh God, that's completely fair. Um, so we can talk about other people's mistakes. What about you, Solo? What's, what's your biggest mistake in the game? You know, I actually spent a lot of time thinking about this. Um, the 100% my biggest mistake was, so when our Alliance recruiter about two years ago he stepped away from the Alliance um, and basically recruiting burnt him out. And so at the time I was the leader of our guild and, you know, you were an officer in our guild and I didn't really care about the rest of the Alliance, but I wanted to see our guild succeed and nobody was recruiting and we need, we had spots to fill. So I would step in and, um, uh, do the recruiting for our guild, but then I would find people and pass them off to other people. And I, I basically became the recruiter for our entire alliance. And I did that for two years. And I hit, at the end, it made me miserable. Like, it's so much work. And I would beg people to help me. I would beg other guilds to help me. And they would always find somebody to help you. And then the person would make one post and then they just stop helping you. Like our current recruiter in our guild right now, even though we have four spots open, hasn't sent out a message in about two weeks and we're just sitting there uh, leaving Bodhi to recruit and run TB and run the guild. And I mean, he's going to burn out soon. Um, 
because nobody wants to recruit. So my biggest regret is I got into recruiting <laughs> for our alliance and I stuck with it for two years until literally I just could not do any more. And our, I mean, the only reason our guild disbanded was basically because I was so burnt out from recruiting that I just didn't feel like filling the holes that kept, I couldn't keep up with filling the holes that were opening, not because I didn't want to, but it was just, I don't want to do this anymore. So that is, that would fall under probably my biggest mistake in the game. Um, yeah, man, I, I, that's a huge regret. I loved 50 DME, our original guild where we, you know, yeah. you and I met and we kind of, ran the guild together so to speak you know with with others help of course but like i wish we had found a way to keep that going because i you and i were both so burned out like yeah yeah and it you know like we were the carry for the guild kind of like there was a lot of people who were just were like oh it's okay we're gonna win our war because solo and zareth are scoring like over 300 banners <laughs> per war like right. insane output required for these people who aren't even actually attacking and it like but we couldn't recruit because you were burned out and it's just so hard to recruit and yeah. we were just done we had to be done the guild needed to needed to fold i wish we had been able to keep it going though because that was something special i still get messages from people saying they wish they missed 50 dme like yeah and for so for those of you that don't know our guild in our alliance was always considered the baby guild, I guess you could say. We were always 20 million GP behind our top two guilds. Um, and yet, when you looked at the Territory War leaderboards, there were three months in a row that we finished top 35. <laughs> so, I mean, right. it was three months in a row. It's not even just three months. It was three months in a row um, where we were finishing top 25. It was... Yeah. And that was honestly because of the intense work by a few people like you and me yes. and a few other people like we, we coordinated and made it work like we had the right strategy we I think our biggest streak we went on. It's like almost 20 It was like 17 wins in a row or something. Yeah, and there are yeah. guilds who have better streaks than us. I'm not saying we were the transcendent guild, but that's pretty damn good. Frankly, right. right. For a guild that is was not in the top 100 in GP, not I think we close. weren't even in the top 150, and we we're no. finishing top 30 in the Territory War leaderboard. Um, you know, it was. <laughs> it, I was. I, I'm still very happy to brag about what we did in that guild our GA results like I feel good about it I'm thrilled I'm eight and one I'm thrilled that I have a total of five losses since the beginning of June in Grand Arena I still feel like our accomplishments in territory war it, with DME were better than what I've done with how I've played this past it, summer like <laughs> well yeah dude that, that was that was good and we're gonna always we're always gonna remember that and we're probably end up gonna end up saying that we were one of the best guilds in the game eventually because that's how these things go <laughs> you know right, remember right. it <laughs> but but you're right like it, it was something special and people yeah. loved that guild and i hated that we had to break it up but 
we had just reached the point. I was, I was like, we, after we go in on that long win, long win streak, like I, you know, we lost one really close and then there was something that just snapped yeah. in me. I was just yeah. like, I'm done. I <laughs> am done. I can't do it anymore. And our results right. showed it. We went, we lost a bunch. We, because if everyone, if everything is leaning on one or two people to do it, when that one person quits, then the whole thing just goes to hell. And, right. you know, I mean, I can't really blame myself for being burned out. Uh, that's, that's just a state of, you know, that's the state of affairs. That's how it was. I do regret yeah. that we couldn't keep it going though. So. Agreed. Agreed. Anyways, we should probably move on to more interesting things such as, uh, What's the worst mistake you've seen other people make? And well, don't say gearing droidica for <laughs> for the G. Oh, yeah. yes. The worst mistake I've seen people making today. How's that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the worst mistake I've seen others make is just ignoring mods. Um, you know, there are people out there and they're like, man, I, 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 I don't think I can win Grand Arena with my roster and I look at their roster and I'm like, no man, you've got all the teams you need. And then you do the mod analysis of them. And it's like, they have 50 mods of 15 plus and they have a 6 million GP. And it's like, Oh, it's not your roster. That's the problem. It's that you, you literally didn't farm mods. <laughs> you know, what, what were you doing? Um, so I, I think that's, I, I think that answers the easy, easiest one of any podcast question we've ever had it's they ignore mods yeah uh, no you're you're absolutely right and so i was actually going to say that um <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll just continue on with it a little bit i think yeah. a, another big thing is people putting too many relics on their roster uh, like not paying attention just blithely blithely um disregarding matchup gp and then expecting to win like I see all these, like some of these like younger Kraken accounts where people have, you know, like 60 Relic 7s or something. Maybe that's extreme, but like a ton of Relic 7s and then they have like 80 Zetas or less. <laughs> yeah. Like like they right. don't have enough for their key characters for that GP level. And they don't have, they don't, they haven't even been around long enough to have a seven star General Skywalker and Malak. Like, you know, they're, they're that young of an account. And I see people putting all these relics on and then they get paired up with people who are way deeper roster wise. And yep. it's just like, well, that's what you get. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't blame you for wanting to buy a, like a good account or whatever to spend money on relics that I would love to have more relic sevens if I could make sure I had a good balanced roster behind it. Um, right. For the most part, though, you don't need Relic 7s. You need Relic 5s some places. You need some Relic 7s. I don't regret Relic 7 Nest at all, uh, for instance. You know, a couple others. But, like, on my alt, I run across these guys who, who are super top-heavy, and they're like, Darth Revan, Relic 7, Jedi Revan, Relic 7. And I'm like, my highest Relic is Relic 3. Like, they, the guys I'm facing have higher Relics than my main account does on those characters. Right. And I, I just think... The just total disregard of GA uh, matchmaking. I guess if you don't care about Grand Arena, that's one thing. But like, 
just in terms of Grand Arena, like you, you can, you can legitimately mess yourself up for a very long time. I have a couple patrons who have, who went the top heavy route and I don't blame them because you have to do arena and arena does necessitate a little higher relic level sometimes, but like our goal, like the, what I'm, the way I'm trying to help steer them, trying to, you know, work together with them is like, all your characters from now on are relic zero until i mean i'm not like a uh i'm not just like this authoritarian like you clear everything through me before you make a move but like the general strategy is relic zero until it's determined that relic two or relic five is the step you want to take so those are the two next most efficient steps in terms of gp gain on relics yeah. and like they a couple of them have slowly been getting more consistently good results. So, you know, that's just something to throw out there. Like lower, you keep your relic levels low and you're going to get easier matchups. Right. If you do it too crazy, you'll get, you'll get to my alt who <laughs> like, then you just get two easy matchups. But yeah, well, anyways. you and I both through our Patreons uh, do coaching for grand arena. And so I have one guy that I help and he he's the type of person that always wants the hot new thing. And so, you know, he sends a message. He's like, what do you think about an R7 DACA? I'd be like, no, you don't need an R7 DACA. Yeah, 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 but I'm, I'm struggling with the Grievous counter. Don't use Night Sisters to counter Grievous. Just don't. We, we use your Night Sisters to counter Geos. You don't need an R7 DACA. And then all of a sudden he shows up with an R7 DACA and then he's like, I, I don't get why I keep getting matched up against these people that have so many relics. And it's like, because you just put R7 on DACA. <laughs> like you just gave yourself the relics. What, what do you think is going to happen? Um, anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's fun. The other big mis mistake that I I've seen people make is having these really stupid names in game <laughs> that's led to me making fun of them ruthlessly <laughs> uh who names themselves Zareth? oh i mean <laughs> who steals the twitch Zareth, and then doesn't use it <laughs> that's what i want to know <laughs> yeah 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 or um, like ando 90 for crying out loud <laughs> but but yeah um so let's talk. Let's talk about our um, high-functioning alts solo. Yes. Um, you have, you have a a pretty awesome alt that um, is called Liam Solo, um, and it, it's at what GP? I always forget six million, uh, something like that. Six point three, I think now. Yeah. 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 So you you and it's free to play now. It used to be a whale account. Who knows it, who spent money on it? It was probably you, because I'm sure it was your account the whole time. Yes, of course. It was my account from day one. Um, right. You used to whale on your alt, but not your main. Right, exactly. Uh, so it used to be, it has been free to play. It's been mostly free to play for, God, I've had this account now for literally a year and a half, because I took, I started really focusing on it in March of last year. Um, and... So it's been free to play except for a $20 gift card that I got that helped me get gas uh, the second time around. So mostly free to play. Um, but 
I so I struggled when I got my first Galactic Legend because I got the Galactic Legend and I didn't have enough to counter other Galactic Legends. Um, I've changed that now, <laughs> and now I actually have Jedi Knight Luke. He's only at gear nine because trying to gear Jedi Knight Luke up free to play is it, it, it's not an easy thing. Um, but so I am currently sitting at eight and one on my alt. This week I had I actually had a couple of really interesting fights this week on my alt. Um, the one thing I will say is, and the best thing I do on this alt is I keep Ray for offense. I don't lose to their Galactic Legends because everybody that I face leaves Ray on defense. So I go in with my Ray. I easily clear it. I place my Darth Revan on defense, and my alt does not have the mods that my main account does. So my Darth Revan is not, you know, Speedy Gonzalez or anything. But Darth Revan in a mirror match or even facing gas doesn't matter. As long as Malak is there, he's going to steal banners. And so I just rely on Darth Revan stealing banners uh, while I beat their Galactic Legend. I've gotten the Ray vs. Ray countered down really well with using Watt as uh, my fourth and using Haldo as my fifth to go along with the Resistance Bros to the point where I'm getting like 54 banners now in that counter. And I'm usually able to keep most of them alive. You, you lose Watt at the first ultimate. Like, you just don't have a choice because he's not protected by your ultimate. But I've gotten really well, or I've gotten that down really well. So I was able to do that um, every match this week. The one problem I had in the second round, I went up against another Ray, and it was a Ray that had Hoda as the fifth. And, of course... In this one fight is when um, the Ray ultimate bug would show up with my opponent. And so, you know, his Ray entered ultimate. My Ray entered ultimate. His Ray didn't come out of ultimate. My Ray came out of ultimate. Then his Ray came out of ultimate and killed me. Um, and I, I do on my alt what I do on my main, and that's place a very heavy defense. And so I just had nothing that could kill his Ray. So I was only able to clear the top zones plus the one fight on the bottom. And then my opponent just never attacked. So, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. So on my alt, I'm 3-0 <laughs> because I got lucky. <laughs> um, that is useful. <laughs> but I would also argue it was also bad luck that the ultimate bugs. So I, I should have I should have cleared his Ray without a problem. Uh, in fact, it was... It was just his Ray and Hoda, and I still had four members of my team um, when that all happened. But either way, I ended up getting the win. I finished the week at 3-0. Uh, the other two fights were honestly not nothing to write home about. There were no interesting team comps or anything. Uh, I did gear up Piet on my alt as well as my main account, so... I'm using Troopers more again on my alt count, so that's fun, at the very least. Uh, what about you? How did how did your alt go this week? Um, 
it went about as expected, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds cocky. Okay, so here, here's the thing. My, my alt is on a, so I went 3-0. and My alt is on a currently 68 win streak, I believe. I've won 68 in a row, which is crazy. Um, maybe it's 67. I, I'm a, I've lost count. I have it recorded somewhere. Um, my alt's done really well, though. Uh, so you guys, uh, like, week by week, I've just added three to that for, for months now at this point. Um, and it's because I've controlled my relic levels uh, to the point where I get these matchups against people who don't know what they're doing. Uh, and so this week was a really, it was a scary week for me for that win streak because two of my opponents actually had relic Malak and relic General Skywalker. Like, they had both of those. And that's almost, uh, I've before this week, I've never, I've only faced one person with General Skywalker. Uh, you know, I've had him for a while, but <laughs> no one else does. And, and so two of my opponents had them. However, they always keep their General Skywalkers on offense. Uh, one of them kept their Darth Revan on defense. I had to three-shot it. I used the Jawa Gambit, and then my poor General Grievous got uh, just mangled for no reason. Um, I think I killed a couple characters, but then... Then my general skywalker could clean it up my, my skywalker 501st really needs some gear really bad um maybe i should stop farming characters and farm some gear for them uh, but <laughs> they, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh but they uh, but then he he tripped up on my fleet because i have a good fleet uh he tripped up on my ewoks because i have good ewoks everyone it's like the thing lately like if you face Zareth or Zareth's alt, you fail on his Ewoks in the back zone. That's <laughs> that's the thing. So all three matches, my first one was by far the scariest. It was a guy who had had at least one undefeated season. Um, he still failed on Ewoks. Uh, the second one was a laugher. I'm probably not even going to post it. Uh, I'll do like a really brief recap on my YouTube channel. Uh, and then the third one, the guy failed so much. He kept so much for offense, like all the things on offense. And I just like bludgeoned his defense and he couldn't even clear me. And I don't have wonderful defense. It's just, here's the advantage of having my alt, honestly. So I'm facing these people who, this is probably their main account and it's their primary thing. And a lot of them are pretty casual because of the way I've managed my relics um, in a pretty non-casual way, like a very specific, uh, you know, uh, regimented way, authoritarian, one might say. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, like, I'm facing these guys who don't have as much experience, so they don't, so I'm really good at determining what teams beat what like I, i'm just good i'm good at counters i mean i not not as a bragging point just as like a statement of you know like i've done this a ton i have a ton of experience and so i place these teams that'll just trip people up and i have really good mods on that account actually every once in a while we'll try to get a recruit for our for our guild the solo and i share and every once in a while i'll, I'll just mod shame the person <laughs> it's like wow they have like a six point something million account but they have worse mods than my alt who's at 3.8 yeah. so like really good mods and i have a lot of tricky game mechanics that people don't necessarily understand and so that that combination is really tough to deal with for a lot of players so i've had a lot of success and um 
if I can get to a hundred wins, maybe I'll just retire the account. I don't know. I, yeah. As it stands, it sixty-seven is pretty good. I'm I'm happy enough with it. Sixty-eight, whatever it is. <laughs> um, yeah. and I'm nowhere approaching having any Galactic Legends. And and I'm nowhere. The thing is, if you control your relics this way, I'm also nowhere approaching actually facing off against a Galactic Legend. So. That's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's my alt. Um, three and zero, uh, sixty-eight and zero, however you want to look at it. Um, and uh, uh, that leads us to our last segment, it and does. that is um, what have we do? What have we done to prepare for Grand Arena? Like, what roster changes have we made? Because this is a collection game, and what's the point of? not advancing our roster and really you can find a lot of advantage in advancing a ro your roster in the right areas so solo what things have you done uh this week was mostly quiet for me so now that we're on the chupio and very shortly the mon mothma uh shard grinds i uh have just gotten all the gear to get them to g12 as soon as they hit seven stars so you know the little yellow crosses are now appearing on both of them uh i've also so between the two of them they require 200 furnaces um i just between both of them so i'm up to 186 farmed right now i think so in the next day or two I should have enough furnaces <laughs> to apply to them when they hit G12. So that, that's basically been all my energy this week. It's not very exciting this week, but the second I get them to seven stars, um, it will be exciting. So I'll be able to apply gear immediately. So nice. it, it, not a lot of change right now, but it's coming. Uh, what about you? What did you work on this week? Pretty slow week for me as well. I'm um, just hoarding gear. I'm waiting to see which Galactic Legend I'm going for. Uh, simple as that. I mean, I do have the Relic 5 Chupio that I talked about last week. It seems like that almost preordains me to go for Grump Face Luke first. <laughs> it, like, whatever. We didn't even talk about the news about what CG has said about what, um, like they, they released like a couple small tidbits I hate the word tidbit for some reason. Um, they, they released a couple uh, pieces of information about what the new kits are going to be like. And apparently, Grump Face Luke is what we predicted, basically. Like, he's just going to train people. He's going to protect people. And, quote, unquote, can dish it out on offense, too. As my guess is that he'll be about as effective as Ray on offense. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound super interesting. Um, Sith Eternal, Palpatine, probably going to be more interesting to me. That being said, I have way more requirements for Luke. That And all of that said, oh, I'm hoarding all the things. Hold on one second. You can keep talking. I will be right back very quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like a, a dog issue, potentially. Um, <laughs> barking at this time of night. How dare they? Um, but, yeah, I – so – that said, I got my Mandalorian and my uh, Grief. Uh, their farms are done now, um, though I'm still farming the Grief node. I got them seven star, and 
I couldn't help it. I had enough gear that I could just upgrade them to gear 12. And I did. I spent the gear for, uh, for, to go from gear 11 plus three or whatever each of them were. All of their yellow crosses turned to green and uh, got them to gear 12 because they are really cool characters and I want to be able to use them. Gear 11 isn't enough. So gear 12 is barely enough from where I'm at. I would love to get in gear 13. We'll wait for that for requirements. Unfortunately, they're gonna have to take a uh, backseat to like Royal Guard, but um, <laughs> yeah, yep. But that, that's what I did. I got, I got my, my, two, my two guys up to gear 12 so I, I can I can use them more. I can put six E mods on them so they can be a little more competent. Uh, Grief actually loves that bump from gear 11 to 12. His protection goes way higher. So, so that's, yeah. that's it for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, just hoarding gear, waiting. So fun story. The reason I had to get up is because my idiot dog was barking out the uh, sliding glass doors because there's a bear sitting in my yard right now. And a bear. Yeah, yeah, just just sitting out there. Um, and while I don't care about the what? Did you take a picture? <laughs> well, it's pitch black out there. Yeah. Shined a flashlight, and it's like, oh crap, there's a bear. <laughs> That's what he's barking at. Um, so, at least we're ending on some excitement. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the dog is certainly excited. Um, but as you said. Uh, it is, it is a black bear. Uh, it is time to wrap up the podcast. Uh, even though I'm talking last, I won't put you through the how to find us. Uh, you do so, it better anyways. I just so, cut corners. I'm about to cut a ton of corners as well. Excellent. So here's, we here's the deal guys. Um, we're on Twitch now with this podcast. Obviously you can find us on Twitch there are three ways to find us. One, uh, you can find this podcast by going on Twitch and searching Gambit Podcast, and we will come up. We are the only Gambit Podcast. Um, you can find my personal account, which I stream Grand Arena Battles on Mondays and Sun or Wednesdays and Sundays. Uh, so it's basically fights one and three uh, of Grand Arena, it, you just search for my name. It's SoloBase15, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Um, Zareth, of course, as he mentioned earlier, somebody stole the name Zareth. So search on Twitch. It's Zareth underscore prevails. It's X-A-E-R-E-T-H is how you spell Zareth. And then prevails is P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. You will find him that way. He streams his Grand Arena battles uh, basically right after mine. Um, so we just kind of do a train. Um, we both have YouTube pages. You can search mine. It's S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. You can search Zareth. He's the only Zareth on YouTube. So it's just X-A-E-R-E-T-H. Yeah, true. Uh, I already mentioned how you can find our Discord. Uh, it, it's a good... It's a good um, resource if you have questions for Grand Arena. We are a Grand Arena-focused uh, Discord server. There's a lot of people there to answer questions, not just Sarah or I. And then finally, and probably the most important resource we have is the counter sheet. 
It is a Google document that will tell you the team that we faced, and it's going to tell you the full team. So if we face the Towson lead, it's not just going to have a picture of Towson. It'll say, you know, Towson, Asajj, Daka, uh, Spirit, and Zombie. Then to the right of that, it will tell you the full team we beat that Towson team with. And what makes our sheet uh, much more useful than some of the others out there is directly next to that, there will be a time-stamped link that will bring you to the battle so you can see how to do the fight, how geared the characters were, what turns we used, um, et cetera, et cetera. And you will see how to actually do the counter rather than just seeing a picture of Towson as the defense team, a picture of Veers as the offense team and say, it's a hard counter. Um, you will actually see how hard of a counter it is. And troopers, actually with Piet, and the turn major changes are becoming a much stronger counter again because um, they were kind of going out of vogue for a little bit. But anyway, that is an aside that we do not need to get into right now. Zareth, um, before we end this, anything else to add? I just have to laugh. Uh, we, you mentioned <laughs> the, the counter sheet and someone in the, in the chat said, Oh, they're making that permanent now? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a shout out from one of the prominent members of the of our uh, community saying that the counter sheet that I'm using, that, that we've cultivated and worked hard on, um, is uh, just a good, it's a good temporary thing <laughs> to use. And it's like, we've had it for a long time. And we, uh, you know, I maintain yeah. it pretty, pretty consistently. Uh, it's, it's a very good resource. Lots of people have gotten a lot of use out of it but it, he said temporary like five times so he did it, it might have been more than five times uh, it was just like oh you might want to use this but i'm not actually going to show a close-up of it i'm just going to show that a spreadsheet exists i'm going to say that there's a few things that i don't like about it and i'm going to say it's temporary here's your shout out and i hope i pronounced your name right <laughs> right so it was uh, it brought me joy so i've, I've renamed myself Zareth the temporary <laughs> Uh, all right. On that note, folks, it was, uh, thank you to everyone that joined us in the chat. It's always good to have a chat going on while this is going on. Um, <laughs> oh, and chat's making me leave, uh, laugh as we end this. Um, thank you everyone for joining us. Truly do appreciate it. Always good to see you. Thank you to everyone that listens. Thank you for taking the time. Um, and yeah, with guys. that said, uh, evil sucks. Yeah, and don't and don't be like my round three opponent. <laughs> yes, don't be a dick. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See you next week. See ya.